You're listening to Pokemon Rose, a nostalgic look back at Pokemon, with Dan Hughes from With a Terrible Fate. In this weekly series, I'll be taking a look at moments, ideas, and different aspects of the Pokemon series to try to see where I stand with it. Enjoy. Yo, it's Dan. You know, I've been thinking a lot about Pokemon recently, and not just because Scarlet and Violet have come out, but because I realized something. Pokemon has been with me my entire life. I'm going to be 30 soon, which is, uh, I don't know, not as scary as everybody makes it out to be. I think that people kind of uh, worry about that more than they should. <laughs> I don't know. It's exciting. And uh, what's more exciting to me is that when I look back on the games and the media and any kind of story that's made me who I am, uh, Pokemon keeps coming up, <laughs> whether it's the video game, the anime series the manga, or just toys that I collected as a kid. When I was playing Scarlet and Violet, I was reminded of a time when my grandfather actually took me to, I think it must have been Walmart, uh, back in New Hampshire, and Pokemon Yellow had just come out. Now, Pokemon Yellow was special, because Pokemon Yellow was more or less an adaptation of the anime. So unlike Red and Blue, which had come first, Pokemon Yellow had you start with a Pikachu as your companion. You fought Jesse and James from Team Rocket. You were able to catch all the starter Pokemon, just like Ash did in the show. It was a big deal, especially when you were seven or eight, however old I was. Young enough to know that it was cool. Well, my grandfather took me to Walmart, and he had asked me if there was anything that I would like, because I think, probably to the chagrin of my parents, he would spoil me pretty often. And I told him, well... There's this game that just came out, and I can't wait to pl I can't wait to play it. And I think what he assumed I meant was like a board game or maybe a card game or something like that, because he knew that I had a Game Boy, but I don't think he understood what it was. And he didn't understand what was going on in it, but he understood that it was really important to me. So we walked over to the game aisle, and there was Pokemon Yellow Edition. Uh, yellow, golden, in all its glory, an angry Pikachu on the front of it. It was awesome. And I think it was probably $60 at the time. And uh, he bought it for me, which, I mean, looking back on it, was really nice of him because 60 bucks is a lot of money for something that you don't understand. <laughs> but he knew that his grandson understood it, and he knew that it was important to him. So we got back into the car, and of course I had my Game Boy Color with me because I took it with me everywhere. And I took out Pokemon Blue version, which had been in there since I got my Game Boy, and I put in Pokemon Yellow. And after I'd opened the box, my grandpa looked at me and he just went, it's all, the, that's it? Because it was a cartridge, you know. It was just this little three-by-three three cartridge, basically, however big they were. And uh, he said, is that it? I just spent $60 on that. And I said, well, you know, you don't understand. There's, there's so much you can do in it. And I sat there and I showed him. And I remember that he got it, you know. I mean, he didn't get Pokemon. Uh, he didn't get the Japanese fascination, I don't think. But he got me. And that was really important to me. And so I sat there in his car, an old station wagon, I think, at the time, and we played Pokemon Yellow together. And that was one of my fondest memories. At any rate, Pokemon is very important to me. And, you know, throughout the years, I've played most of them, I think, now. But... 
I definitely fell out of favor with it at one point, not because I was growing out of it or because I thought it was silly or kid stuff or anything like that, but because I just didn't have time, I don't think. There were other games that I was playing. I think I was playing Batman or Final Fantasy thirteen. In retrospect, I should have been playing Pokemon. But I stopped playing around Ruby and Sapphire, the third generation. And I didn't play Diamond and Pearl until much, much, much later. And really, I think I dabbled in it here and there. I picked up Black and White. I think I maybe played Black and White too. But I really didn't play that much of it until Sword and Shield came out a couple years ago. This magical time that took me back to that moment in the station wagon with my grandfather, where for some reason, all of that feeling of nostalgia and childhood and deep importance came back when I was playing that game on my Switch in my little apartment in Florida. I don't know what it was exactly, and that's what I want to look into in this series. I really want to find out what is it about Pokemon that makes it so special. Maybe not to everybody, but to me. The special thing about video games, in my opinion, is that they are deeply autobiographical works, not just of the creator, who I want to look into more deeply, but of yourself, of the player. At With a Terrible Fate, we talk about this all the time. What do we bring to the game? What do we take from it? How does it shape us? Well, I think that Pokemon has really shaped my life in a way that I don't understand fully. Some of you may have uh, read my work on Xemnas and Kingdom Hearts 2, and how that line, that final line of his, no more eternal than that radiance of yours, had stuck with me for a decade plus after I played Kingdom Hearts 2. Well, with Pokemon, I remember getting my first Squirtle, sitting with my dad and watching as he tried to understand it, just like my grandfather did in the station wagon. I remember fighting Red in Pokemon Gold and Silver and having kind of an awakening that video games can be more than just something to play or something for fun. I remember listening to the little Game Boy Advance speaker uh, with the Team Magma theme blaring into my ears. I remember all of this. I remember Sword and Shield coming out. I remember how excited I was for Scarlet and Violet. And there's so many moments in between that I remember that I want to parse out and start to think about a little bit more in depth. So that's what this series is going to be. It's going to be me taking a look at a few moments here and there in Pokemon and comparing them to the time in my life when I experienced it. I don't think that I'm going to come up with a big thesis, but I will say that the thing that has tied all of this together and what I've been doing in the past few months, namely going back and playing all the games that I had missed growing up, is that I see something really special throughout the lifetime of, video, of the Pokemon video games. And that special thing is that it seems to be focused entirely on dreams. Now, this may seem childish and simplistic, but I think that dreams are one of the more important things that we have. And Pokemon explores it in all kinds of different ways, whether it's to be the best like no one ever was in the first generation, to save the world in the third generation, and let's be real, all of the generations after that, or to make people's lives better by helping them achieve their dreams. Professor Oak opens the first game, telling you that it was his dream as a child to fill up the Pokedex, and that you're helping him do that. There's something really special about helping someone achieve their dream 
while also bettering yourself. I think Pokemon talks about this in a lot of nuanced and interesting ways that's culminated in Scarlet and Violet, the latest game at the time of this being released, that comments on how dreams can affect yourself, how they can affect others, how the rabid and vicious uh, pursuit of that dream may end up costing you your soul, how achieving a dream together can make the entire world better. I know it sounds kind of silly, but there's a lot of depth there that I want to explore. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a look at little moments that shine out to me as relating to dreams or achieving goals or bettering oneself or something as simple as sitting in a station wagon and trying to understand one another. So look forward to that and enjoy. Well, I hope you enjoy. Because even if you don't like Pokemon, I think there's something there for everyone. You're going to know that I'm a pretty sentimental guy, a little sappy, maybe even, dare I say, saccharine. But I will say this. To quote the late, great Norm MacDonald, if something is true, it is not sentimental. And I say to you in truth that Pokemon is one of the most important franchises in my life. So, are you ready? Your very own Pokemon adventure is about to unfold. <laughs> 